Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. Welcome to the podcast. I hope you're all well. It is, wow, it just turned into Thursday. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, it's um, 12.30 almost on Thursday, October 27th. My, how time flies. Just um, getting ready for the election, but also Halloween. It's like so stressful to think about the kids out trick-or-treating. Grandson doesn't trick-or-treat anymore, but the little girl does, the little five-year-old. My daughter asked if I wanted to go with them as they trick-or-treat around the neighborhood, and they would. Uh, I would go in my wheelchair. I said, why the hell not? I'm going to mask up, though, because it's going to be a bad winter, according to doctors. All right, I digress. Welcome. I might cut all this out. (laughs) So I just wrote a blog. It's called, If It's Really the Economy Stupid, Then Vote for a Democrat. All right, I am not an economist, but I do listen to Kai Rizdahl. He's the host of Marketplace on public radio, and he's great. So I'll start this podcast by saying, let me remind you that there is a worldwide economic crisis right now. Experts say this was caused by the pandemic and the war in Ukraine. There's been a domino effect because of that war. And Europe's been hard hit, as have we in the United States. So right now, we're all suffering with inflation. It's happening everywhere. Those of us in the United States of America think that we're special and that we're the only ones this is happening to. And it's much worse in some other countries, including Great Britain. And talking about the economy, I'm just going to throw in here, this is an ad lib. You know, the new woman prime minister, she was in that job shorter than anyone else in history. What she did was she cut taxes for the rich. And there was such an uproar. And, you know, Republicans have been doing this in this country off and on for years. And Trump just did a big one with all his cronies, Republican cronies in, in, in the Congress. And it's devastated us. And, and they seem to get away with it. Nobody does anything about it here. They just wait for Joe Biden to come along and try to clean all this mess up and then complain about him. Wow, it's really, oh, maddening. So inflation is everywhere. Now we learn that big corporations are taking advantage of this situation by price gouging and raking in record profits. If you go to my website and you read this blog post, 
I've put a link in there to Congresswoman Katie Porter's video on this issue. Holy mackerel. She's questioning these corporations. They're looking at their profits. Corporate profits are skyrocketing. And more than half of what we are paying right now, consumers, me and you, just average people, are going into corporate profits. They're raking in the big bucks. The rich have gotten richer, and we've all gotten poorer, and we're just struggling along. And I want to say here, I'm working on a podcast on racism in America, which all of a sudden everybody thinks, you know, that they can just say whatever they feel at the moment and throw out all these racist epithets, you know, because they have followers, because they can sing a song or do a little dance. And it's wrong because... Dumb people then think it's okay for them to go and do something horrible, like shoot somebody or say something horrible. It's just, it's, it's, we're in a mess. Finally, let's get back to the topic. My point here is the economy. I want to say, it's just a reminder, my friends, that every economic disaster in recent American history happened under a Republican president, enabled by Republicans in the Congress. It's a fact, Jack. Democratic presidents are better at managing our economy than Republicans, period. Let's review. This is my favorite part. Herbert Hoover, Republican. The stock market crashed in 1929 under Herbert Hoover, followed by the Great Depression. And I'm going to be quoting here. And I have links to all of the things that I'm putting in this podcast, and those are on my websites. I've already posted the post, so they're there. This is from Herbert Hoover's biography. In 1928, Hoover was elected president, but eight months later, the stock market crashed. 1929, ushering in the Great Depression. Hoover's policies, including Letting the economy take care of itself caused the Depression. He believed, according to this article I read, in laissez-faire. It's like a French word for don't do nothing, man. He could not overcome the economic destruction and despair that resulted from the crash and then the Depression that he wound up losing his re-election bid in 1932. And who fixed this? Well, a Democrat. FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He saved us. FDR, as I've said, was a Democrat. 
Ronald Reagan. Mm -hmm. Now, most of what, well, the next little paragraph is from PBS. It's a good, good article. You should read it. This is a quote from that PBS article. The 1982 recession during the Reagan administration resulted in high interest rates, homelessness, and unemployment. And Ronald Reagan wrote in his diary, we are really in trouble. Continuing on with Reagan, this is from an article called Recession, Most Significant Tax Cuts Ever for Wealthy Americans. And this, these next couple of paragraphs are all quotes from this article. Despite his reputation as a tax slasher, Reagan raised taxes three times and tripled the deficit during his eight years in office. Sadly, his working class Reagan Democrat admirers don't seem to remember that one of his tax hikes raised payroll taxes. So that hurt the workers. Well, and that was my ad lib, and then which hurt poor and middle class Americans and shielded the wealthy. The main reason he's remembered as a tax cutter is, is because of what he did to tax cuts for uber rich. He slashed the top rate from 70% to 28%, and income equality has soared ever since. So that today, the top 1% of Americans control a quarter of the nation's wealth as opposed to 8% when Reagan became president. And that is an unquote. Now, here's a quote from David Stockman, who's the director of Office of Management and Budget under President Reagan. Quote, the sad thing is that many middle-class Republicans who voted for Reagan never understood that their president only cared and worked for the wealthy and against them. That was from David Stockman. I mean, he would know. He was right in there. George W. Bush. I interviewed George W. Bush, and I was a political reporter at ABC Sacramento. It was a live interview. I interviewed him at the top of the six o'clock newscast and he was charming. And I asked him some really tough questions and he was great. And not so much as a president, but he's a really nice guy. George W. Bush and the 2008 financial meltdown also known as the Great Recession. Yeah, it's not good. Not good at all. You know, it began with greed. Banks selling mortgages, letting people borrow money to buy houses they could not afford. So banks were lending money to unqualified buyers. And people were buying homes they couldn't afford. 
and people were borrowing on their homes. It was like a big, you know, we need some money. We want to go to Europe. We'll just take a mortgage out, a second mortgage, a third mortgage on the house. Well, dozens of banks failed. Millions of people lost their homes. It resulted in this horrible homeless population that we have now. It was just a crash. In the end, the federal government had to bail out the banks. And experts say that the financial meltdown that happened 2008, 2009, almost destroyed the U.S. economy. And that was the reason Bush and the federal government bailed out the banks. And according to this article that I'm quoting from, then President George W. Bush had no explanations about why this happened. Someone got rich. Someone got very rich. People got very rich on this and stashed their money away someplace. The only thing Bush could say, W. could say, is he urged fortitude. That's what the article says. And then here's a quote from him, though, to his, his insiders. Someday you guys are going to need to tell me how we ended up with a system like this. We're not doing something right if we're stuck with these miserable choices. Yeah. And finally, the fourth Republican who's really destroyed the economy and more. Donald Trump, Republican. It began with the COVID crisis. Obama gave him a pretty good economy, and he ran it into the ground. According to experts, and this is a quote, the lack of leadership during the health crisis was not only deadly, with thousands of Americans dying every day. It's, it's reached a million now. A million people died because of his inaction. And I interrupted the quote again. Thousands of Americans dying every day, but also disastrous for the economy. The utter lack of a coherent, effective response to COVID has just done enormous damage to the economy. Unquote. And this is from another article. The debt ballooned under Trump. The total national debt skyrocketed to more than $7 trillion during Trump's tenure. And I'm saying we also lost a war under Trump. We lost the trade war with China. And that cost us, the United States of America, 300,000 jobs. And Trump and his racist remarks against China didn't help one bit. It only made everything worse. And then this is another quote. As Trump leaves after his one term, he has become the first president since Herbert Hoover during the Great Depression to depart office with fewer jobs in the country 
than when he entered. And how are we now, folks? Yep. We're suffering with inflation, as is the entire world. And we're not as bad off as others. And on the other hand, people are back to work. There you have it. Thank you for walking with me down economic memory lane as we look at Republican presidents and the economy. And we're back in 2022 now. Republicans do not have one anti-inflation proposal. Not one. Not at all. Here's what they want to do. They want to give more tax cuts to the rich, which is always disastrous. They want to help the same corporations that are charging all of us high prices right now so they can reap record profits. You know, they want to stop the debt forgiveness for millions of young people and millions of people who struggle to get an education. They are challenging Biden's plan in the courts. That's on their top of their list. They want to stop, block the cap on insulin costs. So let's just have everybody with diabetes pay more money for their insulin costs. I want to block that. Yeah, they don't have one freaking idea. They just want to impeach Biden. That's, they want to investigate his son's laptop. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's funny, but it's not because it's just tragic. It's tragic. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is political woman. If you care about the economy and inflation, as I do, I do, please vote. And this is just one issue, the economy. And I've given you many reasons to vote for Democrats. And I'm working on more. I'm going to try to cover as many issues as I can between now and Election Day. And I know people are voting right now, but I'm still going to be plugging away and doing these. And I'm putting them on my website, GloriaMoraga.com. I love you all. I love you for listening. God bless you. And please be safe. Thank you.